Who's your daddy? Boom! We're off with another episode of Who's Your Daddy the Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy, back from Italia, with a case of the diabetes. It's Zach Elias. What's up, buddy? Diabetes. Papa poopy. Dippity poppity poo. Papa poopy never gets old. The family guy, he's arguing Italian. I saw a great video on the talk the other day. I think it's, you know, they've been doing a lot of interviews right outside of Yankee Stadium. And it was a guy, and he's just like, the Yankees are going to win because that's what happens. And here's the, and then you just see next, you know, it's a guy breaking him down. And he goes, he hit all three Italian gestures in one second. It was the forehead, the fingers together, and the upside down one of these. <laughs> that's a great breakdown. That's the Italian trifecta. Booze, you're down to the podcast. Tuesdays, we do it live. Saturdays, we post it later. Back to our original schedule. We got a fun one planned for everybody today. I know Zach hates when I say that, but the truth is all these episodes are great. Certainly better than last week. Yeah, well, last week, as Jay Sherman would say, it stinks. Episode 134, calling this one Diabetes by Dre. I thought that was clever. That's not bad. And by the way, last week wasn't that bad. I was three quarters tipsy on a roof deck in Rome listening alone, and I laughed, and I was chatting. I didn't listen live. I watched it on Facebook, but I was I just blew up the comments. You, you check any of those things? It's nonsense. I've had quite the week myself, Zach, but we're going to get into some of the stuff. Before we do that, why don't you tell everybody what we are drinking for the last week? For the last week. And by the way, if someone had come back in time and told me I was going to have this one last than I did, I'd believe him. Oh, not take much. Uh, I was seething, thinking about when I listened to that, that Julia wouldn't believe that. I almost called her. <laughs> you would have spent international minutes on that? Yeah. I was so mad. The Wait, beer, Zach. Oh, Focus. I got nothing left. I slept like four hours in five days. I'm so jet lagged. It's bananas. We're drinking from Red Hook, the Winter Hook, ugh, Winter Ale. I'll hit a winter hard. 37th edition. There's a lot of hops on there. 37th edition. Does that include me? I don't know. It's like new edition. There's not a lot of detail on it. I don't know what it is. The Winter Tradition is 1984, Fire in the Hole. 1981. Are you reading the same thing I am? 84. You missing the clerk reference was the worst part of that. No, it, it, 84 right here. The tradition since. Cool. Release the Kraken. <laughs> Look, I am. In a row. Not great. <sighs> Zachy, true story. Uh, one of my. Peroni or Moretti, which are essentially the same beer. Or one forced. Of my, one one of my good. <laughs> one of my good buddies who was a goalie in college, he wore 37 because it's a great goalie number. The 30, 33, 35, 37. And I was like, which goalie is this after? He goes, nuts. No, it's, it's for clerks. That's why I wear it. <laughs> 37. Consecutively in a row. Try not to suck any on the way to the parking lot, all right, buddy? All <laughs> right, That's Zach. the old guy, though. That could be me one day. Rigor mortis in the bathroom. It's not you right now. I'm going to die in there. Episode 134, Diabetes by Dre. Diabetes is the callback that I'd never heard, but you just got back from the Holy Land. Talk to me, baby. What do you got? Diabetes. Bop, bop, bop. Um, we had a blast. It, it wasn't like you all. Exalt- no, George just like to me yesterday. How many people did you offend there? I don't know. None. It wasn't Euro trip. We weren't stooping our way through you know Italy on, on acid. It was there with my mom and, and Zoe. We had some incidents, but. Give me something. That- Give me what I, you were texting me like we just got into it with right. somebody. Who did we get into? We didn't get into it. But anyway, by the way, because of two weeks ago with your whole airport lounge club dealie, we get there two days early. Like Jenna says, oh, we gotta beat, beat the security, get through traffic at four hours to kill. We, we're, we're in Delta regular. So we go into the club, try to talk our way in. You need an Amex card. Well, we both have them. We have the wrong card. No, 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 no. I'm trying to like negotiate with the lady. And I said, can I just pay the difference? Just, well, you can apply for this card. And I don't want to do that. Can I just like hand you money and you let me in? 
It wasn't happening. And then like the, the real aristocrats behind us were like thumbing their nose as we had to then go do the walk of shame because we like got kicked out pretty much. Um, Zoe was roasting us the first day about not being able to get into the club. That's your fault. You got me all charged up for a club. I honey dicked you. You did. But if you have the United thing like we do, then you get to do that. United flies like to one place. Uh, Not out of Newark, buddy. And I got news for you. Delta, after this past weekend, flies to nowhere. Yeah, well, I don't know about all that. Delta also sucks. We were pretty much in steerage. Uh, we were out there with the cows. When you want to recline in Delta, it goes like this. It, it just like pushes you forward and back. So it doesn't actually recline. It just contorts your body. It's like designed by a chiropractor. The whole thing a, was Is nuts. that a real doctor? I don't know, man. It is as real as you. The flights were awful both ways. By the way, the guy was in a rush to get there. Six hours there, maybe less. He was hitting the gas. <laughs> On the way back, I, I could have swam. When is Europe 10 hours away? I watched both James Bonds, whatever John Wick is, and half the bad news bears and still had time to talk to Whatever John Wick is? Are you not a John Wick guy? I Now I am. They're okay. It's been done to death. Okay, I'm not a John Wick guy at all, but people rave over the first one. I don't one. know. I saw the first one. It's been done to death. Man. Guy kills guy's dog. Guy goes and gets revenge and kicks the shit out of people. How is that not every movie ever? It's Charles Bronson. It is so contrived. How, I mean, it was fine. It was cute. It was fun. How was that? I don't know. The whole thing. Average so, so you were in Italia. You went to the Coliseum. You, you ate all the shit, right? You did the stuff? Yeah, I, I ate the, all the shit. I, I, except I didn't eat David's uh, dick. But uh, So we, we only did Venice and we did Rome. And, and we also stayed like kings because my mom struggled with the websites. So the only websites that made it easy for you were the ones that were like super first class everything other than our flight. Poor um, baby. I know, right? So like the, we stayed at Lolito in Venice. We had like a beach and we were in a gorgeous hotel. Then we took the bullet train to Rome. But because my mom couldn't figure out the train thing and they made it very, very challenging – Sounds like some bullets coming at you. These were like, our seats. This oh. seat was huge. Okay, was like, so for our listening audience, it is the biggest seat I've ever seen with a eight-year-old sitting in it. So yeah, she takes up none of it. The whole thing was ridiculous. Then we get to Rome and the hotel. She goes, "Oh, I think they have a pool there. It's five stars. It's like us and a bunch of gajillionaires. So we get two rooms. They open their room, unpack. They come to see our room, and we are in the Capua Suite for, for the Sarah Marshall fans." <laughs> We have two rooms, like a one-bedroom, with a full-side terrace overlooking the pool. It was a 300-square-foot terrace. We said we should trade rooms like you paid this. We've, or they were unpacked. It was nuts. We stayed in the lap of luxury because those were the easier places to get. Some moms didn't want to deal with the Italian websites for some Penzioni. That's what they do. Like I heard a rumor now that all the Chinese newspapers – you know it's illegal as a real estate guy. You can't rent out an apartment just to Chinese people. The trick of that is you just put the advertisement in the Chinese newspaper. So if you can read Mandarin, you can get the best deals in Chinatown. But for somebody like you and I, we don't even look in that newspaper. I look in that newspaper. So for somebody like you, they basically say they can't even read Italian. It's a slur, right? Ish. You put this in a, uh, you know, a dash in there. Uh, but Italian. They, they basically just put the more expensive stuff in English, and that's how they afangul. Yeah, that's how they get you. So we got all that going on, which was nice. Uh, but with the exchange rate being pretty good, it wasn't so bad. I miss the lira. I miss when you could just go to Italy and loot the country. <laughs> like, no, seriously, in the 80s, back in the day, my mom would go to Italy, and the first thing she would buy was a suitcase. No, she was going to fill it with stuff. You know Julia's show had an episode where they focus on people who don't pay the taxes that come back to America on that? 
No one pays taxes on that shit. Uh, au contraire, mon frère. Julia had a whole episode where people came back, and the reason stuff is so cheap there in Lira or whatever you're doing is because you're not paying El Taxo. It was 93 million lira to one. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The point is, is these people would come back in. You're saving money on taxes. If you do not have the sheet for the taxes, you get hit with like a $500 fine. What Second, that? That's how much fruit you have. You all, everyone just lies on that thing. She literally works on a show that arrests people that are doing all the stuff that you're talking about. Woo, woo, woo. Go get my mother. Go get Grammy. <laughs> call, call the Julia police. By the way, nothing to buy in this country at all that interests me. Unless I want some tiny, you know, skinny legged suit that crushes your schwanz, there's nothing to buy. Oh, Even the girls couldn't find anything to buy. They had to go to fucking Zara. We'll get into it eventually, but I met somebody that just started listening to our show recently through a friend, and I ran into him, and I, and he kind of gave me, you know, I've been listening to your podcast. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. His name's the biggest kid I've ever met in my life. His name's Mickle. He might be his first name, possibly last name. And I said, so honestly, give me feedback, because you know I always say, like, listen if you want to. I don't care. And he says, you know, I think it's funny, but the problem is, is I have to hit pause about every four to five minutes and Google these words. I don't never heard what a schmeckle is. Well, because that- he doesn't have a schmeckle. He's a mandingo. We've got <laughs> schmeckles. He can ask Aunt Marlene what a sh- I guess you and I take for granted some of the Yiddish that we think is common vernacular. But for somebody like this guy, he's like, I don't know what any of the you guys like are talking it. about. He's learning. It's an educational show for, for this guy. Should we switch the category of BYD from comedy to education? Yeah, it's both. There's a switch, but add a category. Shout yeah, out to this Marlene guy. Marlene liked it. <laughs> The Mandingo. Yeah, there's nothing to buy in this whole country. So the fact that the girls in Rome on the last day had to go to Zara just to prove there was stuff to buy. Zara. 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 I disagree. Frog protection. Exactly. So like I said, I'm not going to go in there and watch you guys shop in a place who's like 20 of in New York City. I'm going to find the bar. My mom and Jen almost killed each other on the way to come find me. I literally, it's 95 degrees. I walk by this bar and this guy looks at me and goes... You look like in broken. You look like you could use a beer. Big beer. Size me up in two seconds. I sit down. Smoke show walks by us. I look up. He looks at me. and goes, no blonde. Big trouble. I was dying. <laughs> I, I couldn't take it. This is my guy. I die in this chair. Like he was incredible. He just gave me an ocular survey and just this. He knew exactly who I was. But, but sucker born every day. You think he knows you're a beer drinker? He listens to the podcast? No, you're some asshole American. We drink Budweiser. Hey, buddy, come have a big beer. No, but some asshole American who's sweating, who's just reading that like I can't with my family anymore. He, he just, blonde, big trouble. He knew. Nice. He got it. But it was awesome. It was a great time, and, and it was you know nice that my mom you know, t- treated us to it. And George just roasted me for wearing this shirt to like just wore Zog shirts through Italy. How did they know this isn't the hottest trend? You know, American brand Levi's Zog Sports. You wore Zogs? Don't do you not have a wardrobe? You're worse than I am. Uh, no, it was it was 95 degrees. I wanted a shirt I could sweat through and not even give a shit. I was got dive bombed. Yeah, by a by a bird at the Spanish Steps. That's a picture that's up there. Literally, the thing almost killed Zoe and I. I saw the pictures that you guys posted, and your little prima donna daughter is sitting at one of the most famous fountains in the world, the Trevi Fountain. Zero fucks. She couldn't have cared less sitting there. It was like, eh, all right, I'll throw something over my shoulder. Here you go. Got to go. Bye. Well, yeah, there's more to that story. She did actually care. She liked it. That was take two on the video because take one, somehow she missed the fountain. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're like this. It fell. She had to go chase her like Euro penny. I'm like, no, Zoe, do it again. 
like do it nice. I gotta make it look. So that was more of a go fuck yourself to me than to the fountain. Okay, she was okay because that video just looks like she doesn't care at all. No, she liked all the grandeur, loved the Coliseum, loved like how big it was. She liked you know all the canals in Venice. She liked the gondola guy. He didn't have a ton of personality. He didn't sing. He didn't uh, on an evening. He didn't give any of that shit. Oh, I um, would definitely get up and do the singing. Well, you don't sing. He would yell at you. He yelled at my stepfather for rocking the boat as my mom was trying to get out. And he was like, <laughs> my mom almost fell in. I would have been done. Picture of her like <laughs> holding the ground as she's going. So on the water taxis that take you from where we stay on the Lido to my mom goes, oh, does anyone ever fall in? The guy looks at her and goes, every day. And my mom goes, what? He goes, two yesterday. No kidding. Every single day someone goes in. Some fat American in Wisconsin can't hack it. I can see that. Nuts. Also, speaking of uh, weird podcast listeners, we Jenna befriended. We had like one night out where like we went, killed a bottle of wine, then found a bar. Swingers we club. Just, exactly. I found this wacky swinging couple from Miami. This guy couldn't like light a cigar. And he was having an absolute meltdown tirade. So I, I, I got involved. Are you a cigar um, guy? No. I, I, but I was trying to like tell him like, dude, you have to like puff out if you want it to light with that shitty lighter you've got. Yeah, the- yeah, no, he's saying, no, no, you don't do it that way because it burns. I'm like, okay, chief. He, then he goes, I'm Cuban. Then he got the wrong. Then he I had to watch his beer while he go, he went berate some guy in the store who sold him the wrong lighter. So he befriended quick. Then he, then his w- new wife comes over, personality of a dead maw. Didn't want anything to do with either one of us. TNA? Eh, not really. Then inside was, was Jenna flirting with some British guy who was not a soccer fan. So he didn't do it for me. But apparently he's, his father's like the, Nigerian doctor. He's on Zamunda. And he's idol rich. He spends like a month in Venice every year. So he's good. He's also friends with Prince Harry and a big podcast guy. So he may be listening now. Shout out whoever this asshole is. He did. We didn't get a name from him. I don't know. Like Ian. There's one of those like British names. Oh, it's Ian if it's British. E-E-E-N. Three E's and an N. (laughs) Uh, Who the hell knows? Sir Sir Galahad. Whatever the fuck his name was. Hopefully he's listening right now. He was a good guy. You know what I don't like there, though? The, the nice thing is that they pace you. Like, okay, fine. You could stay at a cafe for an hour having one coffee. But when it's 95 degrees, you're developing a thirst. Keep the drinks coming. Like, don't make me, like, wave my glass. I know that you guys are classy. You want to have a slow, leisurely night. I'm no class, and I'm all fast. Let's go. That's what Jenna says about you as well. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> we should have except an episode not, of Emerald yeah. Sexual Health to help with that. Yeah, except when you're not fast and you can, like, you know, do your taxes by the time it takes Ugh, forever. You're grunting. Speaking of grunting, I said to you, where is the grunty Euro porn? You don't like it. I, I, I miss the elegance. I don't understand. You have a cell phone. I don't, I don't care about the actual porn. I care that it's there. So you watch, like, the RAI channel, which is Italian everything. Then it's Formula One racing. Then it's CNN. Then it's Al Jazeera. Then it's more Formula One, tons of that. Then it's tennis. Then it's full grunty penetration. And then it's soccer. Like, it just comes randomly. It's fantastic. Exactly. I think you're getting a text right now of some porn. It's just fantastic that it's mixed in with, like, kids' cartoons. It's no biggie. They don't have it. It's two five-star hotels. And I complained to another friend of mine. He goes, yeah, he was in Europe recently, too. No porn in his hotel, either. It's very disappointing. That was one of the highlights. That's really... Of course, I've got a phone. I can, I, you know, I'm like a whack off right now. It's not about the the ease of use. It's about the old school. That's what boiled your pasta on this trip. They also still have magazines with like tits just hanging out, no black cover, mixed in with like highlights. <laughs> oh, it's great. Every newsstand's just got jugs. Big ums. Speaking of jugs and boiling my pasta or lack thereof, where's the nude beaches anymore? 
I went to one. You don't want to go. I don't want to go. I've been as well. In the 90s, there were tons of them. Kids were fat and gross. But, again, where's the elegance of it? It's a thing. It's, a, it's, it's just something you do. All the Everyone now has the American sense of shame. You know, they've all read you the Crucible. have no shame. That's the problem. No, I, mean, I don't whip it out often. They've all read the Crucible and decided it's not for them. Not a fan. All right, they're toots. That made me laugh. Toots? And the guy called you a New Yorker? Zach, have you, ever, on, have you ever used toots in your life before you met me, you think? Oh, I guess you'd get a little credit, but I just said it for whatever reason. Oh, well, hold on. Sidebar on a topic. <laughs> Tanta Marlene Simon Sister, love nude beaches. So you got your night planned. I don't think she's ever whipped it out, but I have heard stories of her and my mom and my aunt and possibly my bubby going to a nude beach and just looking. Man doesn't walk on the lot unless he's ready to buy. Zach, how am, I, how am I doing? <laughs> I know how you're doing. You did a podcast alone. It was great. All right, Zach. I got to hit the highlights here just of what happened to me. So I got to hit the United Lounge once again. That's ridiculous. It was it was a shit show. I'll just get into the highlight of the lounge or maybe the low light is there are these two guys talking very loudly behind me to the point that I was getting annoyed. And they just start talking about houses they're buying and this. And he goes, all right, I got to run for my flight. See you at Bearfest. And I turn around and I go, oh, they're not hunters. I did not know Bearfest was a thing. Oh, I just got that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I never once really thought about that. Bearfest, huh? Huh? Yeah, right. It, it was one of those you go. I didn't know that was a thing. So, do bears only go for other bears? I would think that bears go for the little guy. Uh, so, it's cl- Lollapalooza for bears. I assume it's more like a nightclub where women get in for free and men have to pay. So maybe if it's the, either the bears get in for free or the cubs, I'm not really sure of the dynamic. What's a cub? Want to go? I was told that was an otter. I don't know what that means. Zach, we're on this plane ride and legit some of the worst turbulence I've ever hit in my life. Not the worst, but really bad to the point where your stomach's dropping. We're sitting pretty far back. And in front of us is a mother and her five-year-old, six-year-old. And every bounce we hit, the little girl goes, "Wee! do it again, do it again. Julia has her nails an inch into my thigh. I'm like, we're definitely going down. Like there's no way. Mommy, make it go. <laughs> The mom turns, she goes, it's her first ride ever. I seriously thought we were dying. It was, it was going to be a crash. Best time ever. <laughs> we're I thought we were on, the, on the Italy flight too. Like anytime it's her, goes, I saw a kid's soda like this. I, I'm oh. just like, I'm literally watching his soda like it's Jurassic Park. The wedding we went to is up in northern Michigan. and How, about, how do you have a wedding every weekend? How is I'm that d- possible? I have friends. People like me. No, they don't. You're a free gift. I was in this wedding. While we're preparing, there was there's a million more stories I could get into, but we're sitting there and the mother of the groom, who I'm Facebook friends with, who I have a decent relationship with, she turns to me and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember the exact conversation. She goes, are you going to get a Hummer tonight? And I looked at her and said, I hope so. And she goes, no, seriously, they're really good. You should try one. And I, I said, said to her, no, I'm engaged. And I stop and now I look at the groomer's hand right there. I go, no, no, but I I really hope this happens. And he just gives me this death stare of, you know, she has no idea what you're talking about, right? And what the fuck is she talking about? So I said, what are you talking about? She goes, oh, there's these boozy milkshakes. I said, I think you need to urban dictionary what a Hummer is and then get back to me. And now she's looking at me like, idiot, I know it's a car. Why am I going to look that up? <laughs> anyway, we got you Hummers. Me up and what you talked about last week and Googling yourself. Did you actually Google me? Oh, I wrote no. you're welcome. Other thing. No. You might want to. <laughs> All right, I'll do it later. One of the hardest my sister I've ever seen laugh in my life. We Googled me for something about my the book that I wrote. She went to, and then she scrolls like two down and there's an IMDB. And I go, ooh, who's the actor? Enjoy. <laughs> All right. So there's that. 
Jesus oh, fucking Christ. Oh, other funny thing that Zoe did in Italy. You want to top stories here? A lot of the people there are German. Big German destination because it's drivable from South Germany. A lot of them drove down. So she made a friend in the pool. The girl's got to be six years old. Spoke no English, but they both speak the, the international language of, oh, that thing's inflated. Let's jump around. Cool. They were buddies. So at one point, Zoe falls off and goes, oi, vey. Heart attack. I'm just dying with the little with the little Schweinhund next to me. So by the end of the day, they're both jumping off the ledge of the pool, yelling, Oi vey! Oi vey! Me, Jenna, and my mom are just like, yeah, this is it. Fourth Reich is coming. We the German girl is little toe-haired blonde, very Aryan, screaming oi vey with Zoe in her Jew face and her hair, dying. Couldn't take it. The wedding was great. Thanks for asking. I I got to give a speech at the Friday night, which I was so type three, right? It was great. Did I tell you this already? It was. No, I, heard, it, I listened to the thing. The best is the groom comes up to me and says, "There's only two people that wanted to talk. My sister's going to go first, and then you're going to follow her." My only response is, "Yeah, obviously, I would bury her." Which I did, and ended up having never the speeches. It was decent. It was it was better than the maid and the matron of honor. The matron of honor thought she was funny. Never got a laugh to the point that the room started taking deep breath. And after every couple of lines, she gave a. <laughs> she laughed at her own joke for four and a half minutes. It was so bad. But oh. there is video of my speech. I'll throw it up online on our YouTube or something. I got the jokes I wanted. It, everything worked out. Highlight of the wedding. And I don't think I can recreate this, but my buddy Josh is a big concert guy. He likes the punk and the ska, the ska music, the 90s. He got on stage for some song, and halfway through the night, I don't know how it happened, but people in the audience just put their hands up. Guy full-blown stage dives, gets carried around the dance floor at his own wedding. It was a... I have the video. I I'll have to go back and listen to it. What, it was thing going on. I don't remember. It was it was really really good. Zach, we got a couple of Pichadu candidates this week. Some things that happened in my life, and I think I know what's going to win. Let's start off with. I'm assuming you saw Biden falling off the uh, the bike over the past weekend or whatever. I know we don't talk too much politics on here. Nice I think this was the biggest non-story ever, and I think people that like he, he didn't just like freeze and fall. Like, his foot got caught in something and fell over. I'm so annoyed by all the people talking about everything. I'm not the biggest fan, but the fact is, like, dude, shut up. I, I'm so annoyed he's by the 112 story. He's on a bike. What are they doing? He, he fell off. It, there's been yeah. some good memes, but the people that are going on to – I thought that really, really annoyed me. I don't know if that got you. Here's my big one, and this may have happened to you. Dude, there's only one big one, and if you missed it, you missed it. So let's go. I, I guess I did because mine are ridiculous. Zach, where, are you caught up on MasterChef Junior right now? I don't know where you are. No, I think we're one behind. So how many contestants are left? Three? No, no. We have like four or so. Four? Okay. I'm not going to ruin this, but this this really got me. There's three contestants left. We're watching it, and they do the whole show and the commercial break before they do the official who we're getting rid of. We were live, so we had to watch the commercials, and it was the news and Target. And then next week, the finale, this person versus this person. Oh, that's awful. What the- I was screaming at the That's television. A fireable offense. I was so mad. It ruined look five ten minutes, but it took away all the things. So no, that's a fireable offense. I'm, I'm you have one you. job if you're the editor. My only other candidate that I guess I want to throw in before you get to yours is I am single this upcoming weekend because uh-huh. my my fiance is going on her bachelorette party, and this news broke maybe five minutes before the show. She's telling me about all the stuff that they're going to be doing, including they're going to a shrimp seafood company, and I looked at her like, who cares? She says. 
a girl on the trip is deathly allergic to shellfish. I said, yeah, it's so cool. So is Ron Katz. She goes, no, no, no. Like she can't even be in a restaurant. I said, oh, so what are you doing instead? She goes, she's just going to have to deal with it. I'm like, you're going to kill somebody on your bachelorette party because you like shellfish that much? She just yeah. goes, yeah. Nothing okay with that. Bubba Gump. Bubba Gump shrimp. All right. You didn't hear about the father-daughter team in Long Island? No. no Buckle up, Buttercup. There is a father-daughter grifting team. She's all of six. They have been going door to door for months selling fake Girl Scout cookies and raking it in. You give them money, no cookies. All those shame, shame, shame people. They haven't caught the dad yet, but there's a lot of ring cameras. They're zeroing in on them. Wow. Oh, it's for real. The daughter's in on it. He stands there like this, and she goes up to the door. Want to buy some Girl Scout? I think either you get empty boxes or you get a voucher for cookies that aren't coming. Oh, okay. I thought they were actually had their own little ring of cookies, like they were taking Keebler Elf type no, of things. No, 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 no. Oh, you don't even get anything. You get nothing. It's a total loss. You hand her money, and she's out. That sucks. All right, we got time. I'm gonna go with my last one, Zach. Am I the asshole? Yes. I'm sitting around before the wedding talking with an. Indian, as in he was born in India, groomsmen. Okay. No, dot, not feather. And this bunch of groomsmen are all some of the most obedient people I've ever met. They're all super nerdy type of people. Every time they came down, they're like, hey, you all need to do this. We'd get up and do it and go, okay, now what? And they go, oh, uh, we thought that would take a lot longer. You can sit here for the next half hour. That happened twice. And finally, I turned and I go, why do you keep telling us to do stuff if you don't need us? And she goes, oh, usually guys are a little slower. You're, you're drinking. I said, a bunch of us? I said, we're all followers, not leaders. And next, you know, I'm sitting down just with this one Indian. And I said to him, like, dude, I just don't get this. Like, we're all Indians, not chiefs. What is this lady's problem? And he goes to me, I'm going to let you know that I'm okay with that joke. But anyways, and he keeps on and then he goes into some spiel. And I just stopped and I thought to myself, no, I know the actual PC joke. And if he was Native American, I'd never make that comment. But he's from India. Why the fuck does he care about this? Am I the asshole? You know, it's funny. So No. No, if but it's funny, I, then you're not. It's fu- but like, no, I get what you're saying. You could have just said anything else. If he was but French, like- I do this. If he's Indian, I do this. If he's Native American, I do not. He basically was getting offended because I said Indian, but I wasn't talking about him. Yeah, by the way, what does he give a shit? Like, dude, he's one of those. Ba- yeah, he wants to get offended. Yes. Boo fucking hoo hoo. I would have said that to him. I said, so that's what we're going to do with the rest of this half hour? You're just going to get offended from stuff and just throw that out there. Just toss a grenade and walk away. It's just like, one of those. Well, I, I, have I have to sit there, dude. It's, it's before right. a wedding. I would have said to him, so this is what you do. You'd rather just spend your time being offended over nothing. He wasn't offended. Nothing. He said, I was not offended. That's the but- key term to being offended. That's like saying, no offense. You're a tool. The no offense doesn't do anything i'm not offended he's seething his panties are wrong like this just right up his ass his hijab oh no he didn't have one of those that's it for us you've been great it was just one of those things i just thought like i didn't i didn't need a comment with that like i I get it who needs the side comment i would have said so that was necessary he and i would have i would have tormented him after that i would have just in for a dime in for a rupee let's go I brought up this other topic, which you and your boy Eric didn't seem to care. As far as the cream cheese fiasco of Northern Michigan, I'm the idiot that goes to a, a bagel place. They have seven different types of cream cheese. 
plain, scallion, cheddar bacon, vegetables, strawberry, jalapenos, honey cinnamon, seven different types of cream cheese, no lock spread, and I'm an idiot. You are an idiot for getting lock spread. If there's actual locks, why get lock spread? You cheap house. Oh, it's so oh, it's so much more expensive. It's awful. Oh, it's so much real locks. No, when you get a locks on a bagel, you're looking at twelve bucks. Yeah, I thought Mama's doing well. Daddy's not. No, I don't like lock spread. It tastes cannish. I taste the metal. You're wrong. It's not for me. All right, Zach. We went up to Northern Michigan where this wedding was amazing. It was beautiful. The speeches were horrible. The vows were so good. I don't know if I can do better. I hope he doesn't listen to this episode, but amazing, amazing. We were at the- He objects at your wedding. He won't. The second largest maple tree farm in Michigan. Mama does well up there, at least- Papa, mommy. Anyways, today I have some trivia where I'm going to be testing your knowledge of maple syrup. So Buckle I up. go to Italy for 10 days and I'm getting a maple syrup questions. You can make trivia, buddy. You got this. I, I'm going to test you at Emperor's. Question number one. Wait, we didn't pick who the Pisha Do was. Is it my guy? Is it Eric? I, for just? Yeah. No, not Eric. The, the Pisha Do is 100% the Long Island guy. That's yeah. the worst thing ever. Well, anybody who has a problem with the Saudi golf tour, fuck them too, but that's a whole other. Which Native American tribe invented maple syrup? A, the Apache. B, the Iroquois. C, the Navajo. D, the Mohicans. Iroquois. For the square. Very nice. I know my stuff. Question second. You didn't know that. You took a random guess. Well, I think I did know that, actually. I learned about Indian Native Americans <laughs> in third grade. Question the second. Most of the world's maple syrup comes from where in Canada? A, Edmonton, B, Ottawa, C, Quebec, D, Toronto. There, there. I'm going to say it comes from Quebec. God damn it. Two for two. Question number three, plus or minus 10. How many gallons of maple sap does it take to make one gallon of maple syrup? Okay. How many gallons of sap does it take to make one gallon of syrup? I'm plus or minus 10? I was being generous. Don't let that be your... I'm going to say... I, I was going to say a lot less. I'm going to say 30... 40. Oh my God. I can't believe this. Three for three, Zach. No, it's uh, when I was doing some research, most of it's water. Only a little bit is actual syrup that can be used. That's Gornish. They're charging 20 bucks for the good stuff. Question number four true or false? Unopened maple syrup can be stored at room temperature, but once open, it should be stored in the fridge. True. That is true. I have a bottle that's been in a cabinet for very long. I use it all the time. I don't think that's necessarily true, but I'm doing okay, right? Jemima is not real syrup. We still have a bottle of real Jemima. We're just saving it for posterity. For the perfect five for five on something I thought you were going to full-blown Allison. I love that dad's a thing. She hates it too, full-blown Allison. Plus or minus 10. How old does a maple tree have to be before it can be tapped for syrup mixing? 27 years. Thank you. The Lord, it is 45. Really? Yeah, look at that. Bad business then. You've got to wait 45 years from day one? <laughs> I was thinking this because being at this insanely large maple tree, you basically have to buy one of these or you better start now because it's 45 years later. Yeah, so the, you don't make money until you're third generation rich kid. Oh, look, who, look, look who's talking over there. Fourth. Booze, your daddy, the podcast. This was quite a different episode. Hope people like hearing Zach's voice because he talked more than he ever has. You told me to bring content. You said you were out of the country for days, and all I've got is Marlene Simon Schnitzer's nude beaches. We didn't like get into it, people, though. That was the thing. The, the locals were very, very friendly. Come back next week. We're going to keep doing this every Tuesday. Download Tell a Friend, which people are kind of doing, which I like. Ron Cat shares these episodes. I like it. E molto bene. 